All right, everybody. Welcome to the Mets News Podcast. We have a big summer guest list planned up. It is like, it's huge. I know Gabe knows one of the people that are coming on. He doesn't know all, but I just kind of ruined his intro. It's been like two years since he's been on the podcast. August or September 2020, whatever. Not very good with time. This podcast was just a baby. A baby podcast. But let's welcome him back on. The Philly fan, the second biggest Philly fan I know, Gabe Stay. Gabe, it's been rough, but how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> that's that's putting it lightly. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, struggling to struggling to watch the Phillies again this season, but you know we're we're getting through it. Uh, well, I guess my main question is: the New York Metropolitans have won six in a row. They have basically dominated your Philadelphia Phillies minus one game. What's wrong with the Phillies? Oh, man. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, A big one uh, to start, the bullpen. Again, uh, never thought I'd have to – didn't think I'd have to live through that after they picked up uh, some guys, Knabel in in hand and Sir Anthony Dominguez coming back. But uh, here we are. And uh, the big problem for the bullpen has honestly been strikes. Uh, their stuff's been moving. The stuff's been, been working. Uh, but if you can't throw it in the zone, if you can't get strikes, uh, it doesn't matter how good your stuff is, right? Um, yeah, they're, they're putting too many hitters and good hitters count. And then they finally try and get in the zone uh, if they don't walk them. And, uh, and the hitters make them pay. Uh, I just feel that the Phillies, their offense is not producing at the level we thought, um, and their defense is terrible. Uh, one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. I saw the 2018 and 2017 Mets play that led the league in errors, but this team, this team is up there. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's bad. The defense is bad. Um, but we, we knew the defense wasn't going to be going into it, right? Uh, so I think that's that's the main difference between the bullpen for me and, and the defense is the bullpen was supposed to this was supposed to have semi at least at a, at a minimum semi fix the problem we weren't going to have what we did uh, in previous years and we're still there uh, I think this is the third or fourth year that we're setting uh, we're sitting pretty much at the bottom almost of the league uh, for the for the bullpen and and it's just it's not good I mean we. There have been so many games that we've been winning, and uh, and the bullpen blows it in the end. Um, thankfully, <laughs> yesterday the, the Phillies broke their five-game uh, losing streak there with a with a win, and and they tried to blow it. They tried to blow it. The you know Aaron Nola actually had a had a rough inning there, and but uh, thankfully the bullpen came in, and and the guys that came in were throwing strikes. Uh, that was the biggest difference. The they were show, I forget what the percentages were, but they're they were throwing a lot more strikes last night from the from the guys out of the bullpen, and uh, and it made a big difference in the end. Um, yeah, and then the offense. Um, you know, it, it's been rough. Schwarber's batting under two hundred. Um, Gene had a really slow start. He just started getting hot now, and now he's out for ten to twelve weeks with uh, broken finger with a broken fractured finger so uh yeah it's, it's a rough bout but uh look and, and Stott's been 
miserable at the plate. I think he's batting like 145 now, even after his, uh, I think he was two for three or two for four last night. Um, so it, it, it's rough. And, and Hoskins finally just got back over 200 and he's starting to actually hit the ball these last two games. So hopefully that continues. Uh, and our defense, oh man, the outfield is killing us, but I was about to say, I mean, what hell? Hey, what's his name? Suarez. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. One of your Castellanos, my bad. I knew yeah, Castellanos. Castellanos. Oh my God. You can't. One of the worst arms I've ever seen. Honestly, Castellanos' arm is is great compared to Schwarber. Schwarber has Schwarber has uh, as they say a pool noodle for an arm. <laughs> uh, Schwarber, uh, Benny, I'm I'm telling you, my brother could throw the ball harder than Schwarber can. Uh, That's not good. And, and and Schwarber's a really strong dude. Like he 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 looks like a lineman, right? He was a lineman in high school, I guess. He's built like a lineman, so man, can he can he hit the ball far, far away? But first, he has to make contact with it. And uh, and second off, it doesn't really help his arm. His arm's still a, a doodle. So yeah, I don't know. And uh, again, the the ideal situation would have been to have Harper in right field, and then Picasianos in left, because he's he's still a better uh, defensive outfielder than Schwarber, and then put Schwarber in the DH. But uh, with Harper's arm, unfortunately, we have to have both Castellanos and Schwarber in the outfield if we want him in the lineup. So that that kind of kind of screws us over a little bit um so i i agree with you and i and i also want to say this as a diehard met fan i didn't think they were going to take this division as far as they have but we'll get hey. now, now 15 years here joe girardi i know your opinion on him we all know the draft experts opinion on him but now say it publicly Will Girardi last the rest of the season? Last night was a bright spot, but I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was due to his managing. I think it was just due to, to the team rallying behind uh, the up and comer Nick Mayton that they brought up from AAA uh, yesterday. And uh, you know, Nick Nick he was up last year, and I was I liked him last year. Uh, he he seems like a professional guy. He he seems to you know stay calm and stay with himself. He seems to know what he's doing. Um, so I, I always liked him last year, uh, but uh, Girardi, man, it's difficult, right? Because because the immediate react, jerk reaction, right, is point your finger at at, at Girardi and say he's got to go. Maybe he does. I'm still I still think that that he probably does. Um, it's just some of his some of his uh, managing like like. Like pit, like sometimes the bullpen, man. Like there was a there was a day where where we literally didn't have anybody out of the bullpen, and everyone's like, "Where is everybody?" And he's saying, "Oh, nobody can go today." Like you you have to have somebody that can pitch out of the bullpen. Like you have how are you going to come into this game and and not have anybody in the bullpen available? Like uh, that that's 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 your job as a manager is to have people available. Like. Uh, I don't know. I, I get games. Some games go south, and it's got to be a bullpen heavy day. But you got to have guys that can come out of the bullpen. Like I, I don't know. And then, and then some of his moves, like like Castellanos hits the hits the freaking go ahead home run against the the Mets there, and he takes him out of the lineup and he like takes him out of the lineup and puts 
Roman Quinn out there for defense and center, but he keeps Schwarber in at left. Like Schwarber was over. I get Schwarber's immaculate, but he was looking terrible at the plate. He was over three, over four, I think. And and Castellanos just hit a home run. Like and then because though Quinn takes over the four spot, which is coming up the next inning when we get to extras, and Quinn Quinn looks silly. He caves. He's he's not a hitter. Roman Quinn is not a hitter. <laughs> he's awful at the plate. And You're not he, the first person that said that Roman Quinn is not a hitter. And going back to it, I can't blame Joe Girardi for Sunday. I, I really can't. And I texted you that because Nick Plummer's at the plate, and Nick Plummer is a great new Met comer. He's Dom Smith got sent down. Uh, we all know who Dom Smith is, or at least the Met fans do. He threw a fastball right down the middle of the plate. I mean, no, no, that was, I mean, dude, Knable, Knable literally just fastball right down the middle like I don't know what he was doing that was I mean they tell you if you're gonna miss miss out of the zone and my goodness he missed right down the pipe I mean dude uh, uh, somebody from the school like a school the blind could hit that pitch <laughs> that that is true that was a that was a terrible he didn't look like he had his best stuff to be honest in that he, whole outing he's been he I mean he had an all right April like he was solid in April but man in May he he was struggling, dude. He was getting into so much trouble. Like, even in the Dodgers game, like, we won three out of the four out in L.A., but, man, he almost blew the, He almost blew a few of those games. In the last one, he did end up blowing. So, it, 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 it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see him as a closer at all in any way, shape, or form, to be honest with you. He, he, doesn't, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have the stuff. He doesn't seem to be built for it. You can he, see him out there. He just he looks uncomfortable. He doesn't he doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. Do you think that's because of the the Mets blown save early in May where they had the seven run lead? Do you think his confidence is shattered a little bit and he has to get <sighs> go into a different role? I think that hurt his confidence, but I don't think that's I don't think that's where where the issues lie. I think the issues lie again, like 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 the fast one on the that the issue lies with with location and. And the bullpen's overall ability to to not be able to hit a spot, right? It, it's one of these things where where a lot of the guys in there have been taken. Where okay, we'll take a guy that can throw upper nineties to a hundred, but we'll just forget anything to do with location. And so these guys, great, they can throw it like upper nineties to a hundred, but then they don't know where the ball's going. And so they're walking guys, and then when they finally get one in the zone, it's right down the middle or right in the sweet spot for these guys, and and they're taking advantage of it. Um, I I, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's difficult, man. But but location and throwing strikes is is something they tell you that's important when you're when you're like five five years old, and and these guys just can't seem to to get remotely near a spot. Like I mean, you see where JT is setting up or or Stubbs when he's in the game. You see where they're setting up, and the, the pitch is nowhere even near it. You're right, and it it sucks. Not really, actually. I can't lie to you. I, I'm happy to finish <laughs> going through this. Like, I I can't even lie. Like, it for someone like me that's had to deal with so much crap from Philly fans, and never really have seen the Phillies when they've had expectations be this bad. It it, it is kind of nice. It's uh yeah it's it's it hasn't been a good season so far but uh you know what I will say though Benny if it get if if it's getting starts if it's getting close to the end of the season and it's a race between the Mets and the Braves 
I'm I'm I've become, I'm rooting for the Mets, man. I'm so tired of the Braves winning this division. I'm tired of it. I'm well, tired leads, of it. This leads into my next point. Everyone's saying in the media that the, this division's done. I'm a Mets fan, and I'm not ready to say that. I don't think I understand. I, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't think you can ever say that about almost – you guys could be up by 20 games from the person in second place, and I'd still say it's not done yet this early in the season. It's so – it's look, I get it. We're, we're, what, 50 games in, somewhere around there, a little over, and it's, it's just too early, dude. We still have over 100 games to play. Mm-hmm. It's too, it's too early. There's there's too many opportunities for injuries or, or or people big big parts of the lineup to go into a slump. Like you never know, man. It's baseball. I would say at the beginning of July, if if we have this conversation privately or yeah, privately or on the podcast. And the Mets still have a twelve game lead. Let's just round it up to twelve. I know it's eleven and a half. I would say at that point the division would be over because the Mets would have played the Braves more. Yeah. And, and I, they're through I, the toughest part of their schedule. Yeah. This is 100% the toughest part of their schedule. Yep. And uh, and the Philly schedule is supposed to start getting easier because our tough part of the schedule is at the start. But, man, do we – we're – we're I don't know. It's 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 rough. And, and with how much they're paying guys, it, it's hard to – it's hard to uh, – it's hard to justify like the, the payroll the Phillies have with how how they're performing. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, it's kind of where the, it's not at the Steve Cohen level, but it's like right below the Steve Cohen level. I mean, they're pay, yeah, no, they're paying guys. Like I can't I can't fault the owner. He's uh, well, uh, managing partners John Middleton. Like you can't you can't fault him. He's he's paying guys. He's paying the the, the GM saying, hey, we got to go after these guys, and he's like, all right, I'll pay them. And he's paying these guys, and nobody's doing anything. Like I, honestly, gotta. If I was him, I'd be fuming. I mean, I know for him, this you know, this money is probably like pocket change, but still, paying that much money, I'd be fuming, dude. I'd be, I'd be pissed with the, the way the team's performing after dishing out that much money for these guys. Yeah, uh, and I, I just, I think the Phillies are done. At least division wise, I think they're done. Number one. If they tie with the Mets, the Mets have already won the season series because we played you so many times. That's like official. Yeah, that's 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 also another thing. Just 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 a quick side note with with the way that they built the schedule this year. Why why are the Phillies and Mets playing so much at the start of the season? Like, uh, spread it out. Like, figure like figure out a way to do that. And I want to like, I also want to see more inner inner league play. Like, like the then the Angels are finally coming to Citizens Bank Park this year right and and it's like everyone's everyone's like running to go get tickets to, i mean nobody's going to Phillies games anymore because they blow but that those three games will, be, will probably be packed because everyone wants to see trout because he's from over this way but um but it, just more interleague play you know it's it's it sucks not not getting to see some of these guys on other teams play you know and it's it's kind of silly that we're playing the mets like 50 i mean it's an exaggeration but like 50 times in the first freaking two months of the season then we don't see him again until like a series in august or something like uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy august. i agree and I, you've really read my pod you've really I, I i don't think you listen to my podcast as much as everybody else which is fine but i've pretty much been saying that on my podcast every day like what are we doing with the Phillies? like again 
I just never understood. I I remember it used to be like a series a month. Like they would take turns flip flopping. Okay, this guy goes to City Field, and then they go to Citizens Bank. That's exactly. how it used to be, at least. Yeah, and I mean that that would make sense, right? Like I get you want to play the guy the guys in your division more. Like I'm fine with that. I get that that's you know that's baseball, but but I want to but more interleague play, man. Like let it let everybody play everybody so that everybody can get a better idea of of who's really the best team in the MLB, right? It's I feel like it can get lopsided sometimes. And don't get me wrong, the way the Mets have been playing, I would argue that they are the best team in the MLB. Um they're they're dude, they're playing this hitting is beautiful. Like the hitting, oh my goodness, you guys get a guy on whether it's a walk or an air, and the situational hitting is beautiful. Brings like tears to my eyes. It's yeah. it's it's nuts, and and uh, your starting pitching, even with Scherzer and Degrom out, has been beyond solid. Chris Bassett's been throwing really well. Uh, you got Taiwan Walker, yep. Edwin Diaz has actually been showing up to the field and pitching this year so far. So that's always it's beautiful. Good. Man, he Edwin went, Diaz is actually pitching. He actually, man, dude, he he took it. He's gone through some rough stints with the Mets, man, and he's finally. You guys are finally starting to get what you paid for them, you know? Listen, excuse me. Um, if the Mets can get through this stretch and just play 500 ball, the division, I think, would be over because at that point you're getting DeGrom and Scherzer back. And it's the end. Yeah. Of, it's July at that point. Oh, yeah. But I think, I think the Mets have to keep it rolling, though. I don't think you can put on cruise control because – you want to keep that going all the way through the season into playoffs, right? You don't yeah, want to start really going on cruise control Buck. going in. With Buck Showalter at the helm, I'm not worried. I won't lie. Hey, that's he. He seems like another good good guy. I I I I think I like him. He he seems to be a good guy, and I've seen some interviews of his, and and I I think he's a good good manager. I think he's a good dude, and he seems to know baseball pretty well. So. Yeah, I mean, better than George Vardy right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Uh, That's the truth. All right. I got a few more minutes with you. I got nine to be exact. Yep. So what's been up with you? My listeners wondered where you went. School, man. School. Um, That's what I thought. Back, back in person this year, uh, I've been busy. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, no, it's, school's been, it's been fun, but uh, – but yeah, school's where, where I'm at. Yeah, the, the listeners missed you with, like, a passion. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> it was it was like, I'll see what I can do. And I was – because, to be fair, I have not been offering for you to – you know you have an open invitation. Oh, no, I, 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 I'm fully aware I'm, I'm allowed to, to ask you to, to hop on the podcast whenever. You, you made that abundantly clear, and I appreciate that. I really do. But I just haven't been offering you until like we until like this week or last week, and I was I haven't been offering it out loud, I guess. But no, for it's, you it's to always, come on, it's always fun to be on here, Benny. It's always fun. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. And it, I'm, a, and I'm, a, I'm a great guy. You are. That's true. Can't argue with that. <laughs> and it, it, uh, it lets me blow some steam off. But talking about the the Phillies, my goodness, they. It's rough, man. Is this what it was? Is this what it's like to be a Mets fan, Benny? Most years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, being tired half out by Memorial Day. Yep. 
Uh, usually we're like five, but you just know it's coming. I, this year it's not coming. Like last year, I know we didn't see each other a lot in the summer and in the spring, but last year when we talked, I was never really confident the Mets were going to hold on to that division. Yeah, it was it was always one of those eerie things that, that you could feel was going to go south. Yep. Uh, but the, I remember I was sitting with the seven line, and we were all just like, we knew this was going to happen anyway. I mean, like, it was just in the way they did it. Yeah, yep. With the oh, man. Rojas you, you, and Baez. Oh, my God. How have you by? Oh, he, oh dude, you, are, you guys are lucky that you got rid of him. Oh, I was so happy. Dude, let's talk about uh, Guillaume for a second. Louis? He's been hitting, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, I always knew Guillaume I, could do that. I, I, I remember. I remember I was, I was talking to uh, another Mets fan, and, and they were like, you know, Guillaume is just he's not a good hitter, but he's fantastic on defense. But, my God, he's been hitting, dude. It is because the Mets have a real hitting coach. I think Eric Chavez is a great hitting coach. I will say that till the day things really, really go south. But having someone that doesn't look at analytics all the time helps the players out a lot. Yeah, man. I, sometimes I think uh, – I don't know. Sometimes I think Jordan looks at that too much instead of feel like feels it out. Kind of like the, the Schwarber-Castellanos thing in the – at City Field when they took out Castellanos but left in Schwarber instead of doing the opposite. Like, I mean, the analytics say Schwarber's better against the Mets, but, I mean, if you would have watched any of his at-bats, you would have said, like, immediately, oh, he's got to get out of there. He's, he's not, he's, he doesn't have it tonight. Like, he's lost the plate. And Castellanos is, is hitting, so let's, let's put him in. And you know what the crazy part is? The next at-bat that Castellanos had in the next game, he hit another home run. Oh, yeah, because that's, like, his thing during – somber moments he has to hit the home runs i mean that's like his thing right so i i don't know man it's it's uh again you never know if if castellanos would actually got the job done there in the what was it the top of the 10th but i would have he had a much better shot of doing something than roman quinn i could i can guarantee you that i just i just knew i had no confidence in that we're going to win that game until they got the zero as soon as that zero was posted, I wanted to just text you right away. Ball game. Man, it was, it was, oh, it's, it was uh, beautiful. I'm like, I'm, I'm so happy. Hey, and you know what, though? I'm, I'm happy that kid did, did end up. I, I'm happy his first hit was that big of a home run, though. That's, that was, that's got to be cool for him. Uh, I was shocked. The, I think the plumber guy. That, anybody that said that Nick, they thought Nick Plummer was going to hit a game dying home run was shocked is lying to you because <laughs> uh, he has power but it, he doesn't have that type of power where it's like dude, he, he cranked that ball he did you know it was gone off the bat? what did you know it was gone off the bat because i know oh, absolutely dude the second i saw him throw the pitch i was the second he released the pitch you could see it on tv it was like oh no <laughs> I yeah, it was, it was it was one of those where you could just see it. You're like, this is going south already. First pitch. It's beautiful. We 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 love it. I, I love it. I'm not <laughs> I, I mean I, I've been to Citizens Bank Park for how many games this year? Just and every game has been fun except one. <laughs> yeah, so where, I saw you had some good seats the 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 that other day there that you were there. That was awesome. Oh yeah, when I went when Scherzer pitched, yeah, that, yep. that was fun. 
that that was fun. Uh, that doubleheader was up. It got cold. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, Benny, that's because you're a diehard Mets fan. Come on now. I, you would do the same thing. I mean, I would. That's true. I would. I mean, I like to get my money's worth, and that's why I don't really go to games with anyone except either myself or my dad, because I just know I, I'm like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'll admit it. I don't. I don't cheer or boo anybody. But I just know, like, it's because I know the signs. It's just because I know what they're doing. Yeah. No, it, it, hey, baseball's uh, it's a, it's a complicated game, and it's, it's fun to watch if you know what's going on. Yeah, and, and that's why the game is kind of dying. But that, that's not the point of this podcast. It's the point to just let a Phillies fan vent. That's why I invited you on this week. I need I, some I, good content. I appreciated it, Benny. I, I needed this. You know, I needed to get it out there. I, I know you did. I I know <laughs> you did. And it was it's always oh. fun to take a break from talking. Yeah. But all right, is there anything you would like to tell the listeners? I always let my my uh people say their goodbyes in their way. You'll you'll be back at some point. I don't know when, but you'll be back. Absolutely. But Absolutely. T- tell the listeners something. Uh oh, go Phillies. <laughs> Yeah, it's even starting to hurt me trying to say that now. I can't, I can't even say that in goodwill anymore. It's it's terrible. Well, now you know what it's like to be a Mets fan. (laughs) All I know is if I get that Penn State job to end this podcast, I'm playing at PNC Park next year. I expect you to be there for the Penn State game. I expect, I expect Gabe to make the trip out. Uh, I'll hey, you tell me what uh, date, date and time, and I'll be there. Because I gladly be there. I I see where the Phillies got their inspiration for blowing, blowing leads because four on the <laughs> top of the ninth against Penn State and they just went after Penn State went absolutely crazy. <laughs> I I think it was a ten run. I think they literally scored fourteen runs. Oh my gosh, dude! There have been some really high scoring college baseball games this year. My goodness, it's been crazy. <laughs> Do you go to any pick games? I know, like I know football, you probably go, which is expected. But do you go to any like baseball or I think they're a basketball school? Yeah, there, there's there's some solid basketball here. Um, I think our girls volleyball teams are actually supposed to be really good as well. Um, I haven't seen any of their games though. Uh, but I I went to uh, I went to two 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 baseball games this year for Pitt. So. They play at PNC Park, right? It wasn't just because Penn State came into town. They're like, "Oh, we got to move this game to PNC no, Park." No, I, I, no, they they play at the uh, they play at a, a field up at uh, at their little sports center on top of the one hill there. Oh, so, so I, I, think, I think that I think PNC Park was because of Penn State. Yeah, I know we bring all the fans. I I saw like the first rows <laughs> stacked up. You know, it's fun. It is always funny, especially if you go like uh, shopping around, like in or around Pittsburgh. There's a lot of Pitt stuff, but there's always still Penn State stuff there. It's because so. I hate to break it to you guys and this podcast. You guys are the little brothers. Like, <laughs> you guys are hey, the mess. Can't, can't, uh, can't, can't disagree with that. Like, I don't mean to be a douchebag because I'm not. And maybe some of my listeners think I am, but that's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll wear the mantle. But Benny, I, I, I can vouch you're a good guy. Yeah, it's just tough. It's it's just tough being a good guy. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, 
I get, I think that if we had to rank Penn State versus Pitt, it's like the New York Yankees and like the Mets or the Red Sox. I'll give you guys the Red Sox. Like you guys are just like that little yeah, thorn no, on that side. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're definitely yeah, we're definitely not not on on Penn State level uh, for for athletics. That I mean, I don't even think Penn State wants to be on their level for oh god. Oh well. To be fair, Penn State did make it to the the baseball team did make it to the tournament. They did. So I mean, next year I'll come in if I get the job, and I'll just be like, "All right, let's get even farther." It's not like the way Parkman ended. The, oh my god, do we do we have time to talk about that quick? How they ended their season before I let you go? Yeah, yeah, sure. We can talk about that real quick. Okay, Gabe, you set the scene because I really felt terrible when I texted you. I felt terrible for them. I oh did. man, it, it was it was what was it first and second? Um, guy, you know they're they're on defense. They have guys on first and second, um, and it was less than two outs. Uh, I'm not sure if it was zero or one out, but it was less. I than think two it was outs. one. Um, there's a there's a there's a check swing bunt, right? It was a check swing that 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 he tapped the ball down the first baseline. The catcher and the pitcher both go after the ball. I believe the pitcher was the, end, the one that ended up fielding the ball and throwing it to first. They get the guy out of first, but nobody covers home plate. The third baseman was lost in the sauce. He wasn't paying attention. The catcher and pitcher were both too focused on the ball. I mean, I mean, again, the, the it's it, the catcher. The catcher. This is on the again. It, granted, I don't know exactly the rest of the earlier in the game. I'm sure they had other opportunities where they could have scored runs to get a bigger lead or, or not, or, you know, not made an error or mistake to, to keep the, the guys from getting a run. But, but man, that play is that's hundred percent on the, on the catcher and the third baseman, man. Like it, especially the third baseman, right? There was no play. There was no way that they could make a play on the guy at third base. Right. There was no way they could throw the guy out at third. Right. There was no chance. They had the, the play was at first base. So once that happens and you see the catcher leave, you got to book it down to home plate, man. You got to beat that runner there. Because I mean, you you have a whole 90 feet head start, right? Because that guy's starting at second base. Uh-huh. So you got to read the ball off the bat and go, okay, there's no chance at this point. Like, it was obvious. There was no chance that they were throwing the guy at the fourth, getting the force out of third base. None. You got a whole ass down the down the home plate right you gotta get you should there. appeal back i i think i mean no and and that's that's the other thing right the catcher the catcher should have the catcher should have ran immediately ran back to, to home plate right that is also on the catcher i think it's both it's like it's both their problems right like the catcher in the first place shouldn't sh- should have gotten right back to home plate the second that he wasn't picking up the ball right so that's where it's on the catcher's part but as a third baseman, you got to be good enough to read that, though. Like, that's part of your job as a third baseman is to cover home plate like that when, when the pitcher and catcher aren't there and there's no play at third base. Now, look, if there was a chance they were getting the force out of third, all right, right? You, you stay there and you, you got to hold – you're holding the bag like you're a first baseman, ready to catch it when they throw it over to you. But, but there was no play there. There was no play. You're, you're right. And you got you got to – you got to keep a good baseball. Like you got it. You got to be thinking when you're on the field and the play's going right. Like baseball's the slowest game in the world until the ball gets hit and then everything's going at a thousand miles an hour. And 
you gotta, you gotta understand what the situation is and, and what's going on. And so I, I think that's on the, it's on the catcher and the third baseman. I just know they practice that because I know we practice that when I was there. I, Look, I know, man, we, I, I know we, that, I know we used to do like hour drills, and Josh Miller and I talked about it. It helped uh, us get ready. Like that's the thing. Like those drills were smart drills. It's just like I, I just feel bad. I feel bad for the coaches because I know uh, they practice that. I, I and, dude, I feel, I feel bad for the, for the. For like the the shortstop, second baseman, the outfielders, man, watching all this go down. I mean, I can just I'm just thinking of myself playing like like second base. I'd be screaming my head off for somebody to go cover home plate. I'd probably start running towards home plate myself. <laughs> you, but you I mean, you're 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 not getting there from second base or shortstop in time, right? Like, because because your immediate your immediate job is to cover second base in case something happens. But but yeah, that's I mean, it's it, I I could just I I'm just imagining myself screaming at somebody to cover home plate and nobody's there that's i think just, that's the heartbreaking i know because I, I feel bad for everybody on that team because like i helped with those seniors get on that team like i was there when they made it onto the varsity team it was my senior year and they all developed into really good players but yeah just that, the, the panic set in, I guess, and, and I don't know. They, they just got lazy out there and weren't thinking. I just – I don't understand what Raz was doing, who was the catcher. Uh, just... Yeah, no, I've, I mean, I watched the play. He peels off after, after he doesn't get the ball, and he just stands there. Like, he literally just stood still. I know, and I don't know what the third baseman's doing. I, I just... The third baseman didn't even ever come into frame, so I'm guessing he just stood there. Yeah, he just he... – and, I, and I'm not criticizing anybody. I, I, I was just – if I ever got to talk to them about it, I would just want to know what their thought process was. And I guess it's a good – learn. I guess as uh, Coach Galusi put it or the draft expert, I, it's a good learning experience for the players that are coming back. But for me, it's just like Liberty wasn't a very good team this year. Like Parkland, I think, was better than them. I'll, stay, I'll say it because we beat, Dude, they beat them last year and they beat them in the regular season. It's it's Parkland's uh Parkland's curse, man. Galusi left, and ever since they've been cursed. Uh, they've been cursed to lose the uh, the district playoffs. The so. most painful ways. Yeah, for real. These aren't even like, well, they just weren't prepared. No, these are just painful losses. Like you just like, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. It's like it's like watching the Phillies. <laughs> uh. wow. All right. Well. This has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. We thank Gabe for coming on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We got we got some big guests this summer coming on the show. Big, big guests. Uh, but, of course, I can reveal this. Justin Pennick is next from John Boy Media. He's coming on the show. We all know Justin. He works for uh, John Boy Media, Talking Giants. He's a, We're going to talk some Giants. He covers the Giants, has all these big guys on from the Giant organization. So he's next, and then the other guests are coming up later in the summer, which I will not reveal yet because don't want to jinx it. I'm not a jinxer, as many of you know. But uh, next week, of course, will be Justin Panic, and before that will be the Mets West Coast so far in review. Stay safe, subscribe, and have a good one. And LFGM Mets fans.